Excellent. Well done, everybody. Well done. This, this, I, I'm really pleased with how well this worked out. You can stay in your, your groups like this so we don't disrupt anything. The, I, I'm, nearly I'm nearly finished with this lesson, but, uh, but tell me what you thought of that. What, what did you think of this? Did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Um, did you learn some things? You, you learned some things, right? Um, let's see, I'm kind of making this up as I go along. I'm sort of, sort of getting, gathering some feedback on this. Uh, did you find it uh, uh, enjoyable to share ideas and try to, try to pick out the different uh, things in your list and so forth? This, this is what adult learning is about. Part of, one of the adult learning principles, and I'm kind of stepping out of the lesson here just a little bit, is about uh, adults like challenges, like to like problems to solve, working together and solving problems, and then also sh it's a social learning. That is, you're sh you're sharing your knowledge together to come with with the answer, to come up with the answer to this. This is the kind of uh, of learning that is very effective with adults, and should we should do more of this this kind of thing in adult Bible classes. Uh, you know, it, it needs structure. It need, you need to think it out and plan it out. Um, I thought of this idea. Just before, uh, just before I sneezed, uh, just just before going to breakfast this morning, and I thought, hey, you know, this might work. And I asked Brother Alvin for for permission to do this, and and this has exceeded my expectations. And I learned some things. For example, all of you, uh, I would my will slash will not or uh, will and will not. I actually meant that for it to be just a general category, but you actually broke it out into two. Okay, so I need to be specific, but I like the way you did that. That, in fact, that's even better. And uh, I like that, you know, things that will not be, we didn't find anything. <laughs> you know. And I heard laughter, I heard the conversations, people looking up in the scriptures, whether it's the, the smartphone or the paper, or the, the hard copy. That's wonderful. It warms my heart. So thank you all uh, for, for participating in this. Let's, let's continue then with uh, this, the last little bit of this lesson. We did talk about things in heaven already wiping away all their tears no more death sorrow crying any more pain wow that that is something that should literally bring tears to our eyes as we think about what will not or what will be in heaven no more things like this the uh, 22 verses 1 through 5 no more curse we shall see his face what happened when Moses met God on the mount uh, on the mount at the burning bush he said, what did he say? Lord, show me my face. He says, like, no man, you cannot. You cannot look at my face and live. But he, he hid him in the cleft of the rock. Uh, he hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock. Okay, he hid him in the cleft of the rock while he passed by him and, and pronounced uh, the, the glory, his glory. So he had, no man has seen God and lived. But we shall see his face, face to face. Wow. Can you, have you ever wondered what God looks like? You know, Michelangelo has that beard, you know, with the, the bulky, like that, reaching out to Adam. Adam is just, oh, so forth. No, that, that thank you, Renaissance painters, but that's, that's a physical representation. God is spirit. They that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. See his face, names on, our, on the foreheads. What does that mean? I have no idea, except we will have a new name. No night, no candle, no sun. Rain forever and ever, all of these things. The things that are in heaven, Wow. Just, this should give us chills almost. You know, like I'm getting chills, but that's the air conditioning. No, but anyway. Um, no, it should fill us with excitement and say, I want to be there. 
I mean, it's sometimes life on earth is, is crummy and it's, you know, really drags us down. But sometimes it's really we're elated. But think about all the things that won't be in heaven, the things that will be in heaven. That's a good study, good personal study for you to do. Then the things in hell. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life is cast into the lake of fire. As I said earlier, there is no reason anybody should die in their sins because God has provided everything for us to do what we need to do. Through his, the, the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, he reconciled us with God. He brought peace to us. Then all we need to do is then meet him by the, by the plan of salvation, hearing his word, believing that he is the Christ, the son of the living God, uh, by, by repenting of our sins, confessing his name before men, and then being baptized for the forgiveness of sins. That will put us in Christ. That completes the reconciliation. Right now, that reconciliation is there, but incomplete until we do what we need to do to, be enter, to enter into Christ. But those that do not do that will have, their, will have their part in the lake which burns with fire. The lake which burns with fire that was prepared for the devil and his angels. Now think about that. Think about the horror that, that God has prepared for the devil, the accuser, the, the one that accuses the saints night and day in the, in the face of God, or trying to, uh, that, that the accuser, the deceiver, that's his place, that's his home. Do you want to be there with him? I don't. We should, we should use that as incentive for, to, uh, to help others that we know that are bound in that direction. Um, the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Let's be careful about reading that. This is talking about those that practice these things. If we slip up, we tell, we, we, we tell a lie. If we recognize it, we, we, we repent of our sin and confess, uh, confess it to God, the blood of Jesus will continually cleanse us. And so if we lie habitually, there we are then in danger. We need to be careful of that. We should put away lying, all falsehood. We, should, we need to put away these things from our, from our lives as, as we work together as brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, it's, it's not, none of this is going to be easy. But you know, let's rise to the challenge. Every single person, look at yourself and see where your, your, your strengths are, where your weaknesses are. I, I, get, I get drawn away by this particular temptation. Well, that some, somehow you can find a brother or sister in Christ to, to, to share things with, to, to help each other, to grow in Christ. So we can get rid of these things out of our lives. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's no person that's perfect except Jesus Christ. He gave us the example and we can live a life where we, I can't, I would, I would almost hesitate to say sinless, but we can minimize the number of sins we commit and as we continue to walk humbly and seek his forgiveness for, for these things. But these, look at what's going to be in hell. All of these, these parts right here. Uh, without our dogs and sorcerers, anybody, I'm a cat person, but I do like dogs. But in here, the dogs is not referring to like sheep and goats. It's, you know, there's, that's just how the, 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 uh, the shepherds separated the animals. It wasn't saying sheep are better than goats. It's just the way that you're separated. Dogs, dogs are, are, are wonderful pets, wonderful animals and so forth. But in this context, it's referring to the, some of the bad habits of dogs, and I won't go into those, but, but 
if you think about the wickedness in the world, those that, that do not obey the gospel, those who do not love God, are like that. Ah, no, anyway, I don't even want to go into that. Sorcerers, whoremongers, murderers, idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Again, a repeat of some things we've already seen. Those are the, the, those are the things, the people, the characteristics of the people that will be in the lake which burns with fire, along with the devil and his angels. Now, I have, we can imagine what that might be like. I really, all I know is what the Bible says, and that's all I want to know. That, that's, I know I don't want to be there, and I want to be in heaven. Uh, City Four Square, the foundations, all these, these jewels, the, uh, the, uh, the streets paved of gold, or streets of gold. That is only, those are conventions to help us appreciate something of such beauty that we cannot imagine on earth. But here's something that we can see. We know what gold looks like. We know what the precious minerals or gemstones look like and things like that. The water, pure crystal, like pure crystal. We can imagine these things, but still that doesn't, that's not exactly what it's going to look like. It will be so much better. That's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. The final home for the just. In 2 Timothy 4 and verse 8, Paul told Timothy, Henceforth there, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me on that day. Just Paul? Nope. And not to me only, but also all them that love his appearing. You all looking for Christ's return? Have you all obeyed the gospel? Are you living the righteous life? You're going to have a crown of righteousness. Every single one of us is going to. But the final home for the unjust, 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 8 through 9, tells us that in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Flaming fire, taking vengeance. There again, let God do the judging. It's not up to us to take revenge for something that might happen. Let God do the judging. The God, that God will do, God knows, God knows what the, the struggles that we go through, the challenges that we face. Let us trust God and step away from situations that where we might get inflamed with anger, driving, being with a coworker, whatever it may be. Step away from that and just let it go. Take the hits and let God deal with the rest of that. So where will you spend your eternity? As the song, uh, there's a song by Tillett S. Tedlet, Tedley. Um, I'm trying to remember. What shall it be? What shall it be? Where will you spend your eternity? It goes on from there. Beautiful song. But it asks the question, where are you going to spend your eternity? And we've already looked, I've already talked about the plan of salvation. We've seen this in the previous lesson. But if there is anyone here that needs to obey the gospel. Once again, we have the opportunity now. As I said before, while we're still breathing and our hearts are still beating, we have the opportunity to obey the gospel, make ourselves right with God, be truly reconciled with God through the blood of Jesus Christ, through baptism that puts us into Christ. We can enjoy the hope of eternal life. So I thank you all so much for indulging me with the experiment. You all passed... <laughs> Y'all get A's. But uh, thank you all very much for, for your, your spirit uh, uh, and uh, for, the, for the joy, the joy that's here. Thank you all so much. So thank you, brother.